0: Hello, podcast listeners. We know podcasts are a great way to catch up on a program that you may have missed on KSJE, and it's provided as a free service of this radio station. But you know, KSJE is now listener-supported, and so while you enjoy this podcast, we hope that you'll also take some time to join KSJE. Become a member today. It's quite easy to do. Just go to our website at ksje.com support and pick the level of support that best matches your budget. Thanks again for listening. Here's your podcast.
1: Good morning, everyone. I'm Megan Cullop, along here with Scott Micklin. Good morning,
0: Good morning. Megan Cullop.
1: Good morning. Happy well, Friday. Welcome to Friday.
0: I know. Here we are, right?
1: Here we are at the end of February.
0: Almost. It's going to hang on till the very almost end of next week. I know February is Even that extra it's day a
1: short month. Yeah, we have an extra day though. Yeah. the leap year.
0: Exactly. So it's short, but it's still longer than usual, February. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, but here we are.
1: So how does that work? So you're born on February 29th, but February 29th doesn't come every year.
0: Right. So well, you just
1: celebrate it on like the next day or the day before. I think
0: that's what most people do. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. You know.
1: I never really thought about that.
0: But then you know. <laughs> You get these forty year old people who are only ten. Right. Yeah. So it's there's weird. that. It is kinda of weird, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think about it often, but But
0: has to keep everything in sync. That's why we do that, right? That's why we have that extra extra day every four years to sync everything with the sync everything up with the stars and the sun and all that. Yeah. So that's and it. In
1: the Gregorian calendar.
0: Right. There you are. So Anyway, here we are for our Solutions from the Street program, and, um, and this is the program where we try to look at a challenge in, a, in the community and then come up with a non-governmental uh, solution to that challenge, right? Yes. Okay, so, so, and here we are.
1: Here we are, Yeah. and today's Solution from the Street is a little bit different.
0: It is a little bit different.
1: Because you are going to be interviewed.
0: No, that's impossible. That's not in my contract. <laughs>
1: the tables are turning. That is
0: not in my contract. <laughs> what if I have a solution to anything? Maybe I do. We'll see. Well. We're going to talk about public media.
1: Yes, public oh, media. Okay. It's ve- it's a very meta show.
0: Yeah, right. We're
1: pulling back. We are. And talking about what we're doing here.
0: Exactly, exactly. Okay, all right. And uh, so, I you know, by definition... You know, public media is, uh, you know, media that is publicly supported. Um, you know, we do get some grant funding um, that comes from the federal government, but it goes through a, a private uh, third party, basically, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And so I still think there's that kind of buffer between government funding and the media. Right. And so, you know, so that's a good thing. As I teach to my students, my mass media students, you know, public media came around. Um, probably not until the 1960s, right, when we started seeing some ideas by the government to try to figure out a way to fund you know, public media to get away from maybe the more commercialized media. And that's right. the big difference.
1: That's the big difference. So how long have you been doing public media?
0: This will be, let's see, I came to KSJE in San Juan College in 2007. So what is so that? So do the math, everybody. Oh, geez. I know. It's true. Well, 2017 would be 10 years, and then if we did 17 years?
1: 17 years.
0: 17 years. How about that? How about that? Yeah.
1: But you were at San Juan College before that, weren't you?
0: I've been a teacher here at San Juan College, an adjunct teacher, yeah, since about 1990. Yes. Do the math on that.
1: 30, right? Something like that. At least,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 34. Right. That one's easier. Yeah, it's
1: easier, and yet I still flub it up.
0: It's okay. It's all right. But yeah. So yeah, long time. Yeah. So so there you go. But I think some of the issues were right that we had, you know, commercial media, radio first and then television in the 1960s. And there were a lot of folks think, thinking, you know, maybe we should have a, a, a media that's not dependent on the advertisers and see if that could be a choice for the consumers for the audience right to have as part of their media landscape because again most of print journalism and print publications were all commercially based too commercially supported right newspapers magazines etc right so that's where we are that's how we came around and so ksje has been on the air since 1990 as a matter of fact so we know 34 years
1: Years.
0: And uh, and serving the community and originally um, you know it was uh, it was planned to be a, a gift to the community with its classical music and then jazz music came along later and then I showed up and added maybe some more news elements to the programming um, but that's been kind of the idea and making it different from what's offered by our commercial radio stations because again we want to the college has always wanted to be good neighbors with all the things that the college does um, and so that was why the idea was to put on. Uh, a public radio station that is more like classical and jazz and, and wasn't maybe doing what other commercial broadcasters already were offering in the community.
1: Right, because this was pre-streaming. Right. So if you didn't want to buy the record, where are you yeah. going to go for your classical and jazz?
0: Right. And that was the idea. Yeah. And so that was what the uh, the president of the college wanted to do. They didn't want to do a lot of fundraising early on, um, and so the college paid for all of the expenses, all of the, the, the needs of the, of the radio station. And it was a pretty small operation, and it still is, um, but that was kind of what the, what the idea was, for, just to have the college support it as a gift to the community, kind of as you know, return for what the community does to support the college, right? which is a lot. So yeah,
1: So you with, have
0: questions, I'm sorry. Well, I keep she, rambling, and you're supposed to interview me.
1: Well, what are the benefits of public media, do you think?
0: I think it's kind of that whole idea of not being, a you know, we're nonprofit, So, again, we're not in business to make a profit every year opposed to the commercial media. So there's that, I think. Um, And that kind of drives a lot of the things that we do. And maybe we do some things knowing that maybe we're going to lose money or not make money, um, but we do it because it's important maybe for the community and so things along that line. Um, So that's one thing. The other, I think, is, again, just having that, you know, independent, um ability to, to try stuff that maybe won't attract the biggest audience and be the number one radio station in town but it's something that maybe the community is lacking or doesn't have access to and that's kind of where we can kind of fill that gap so i think that's why public media not just in farmington but all over the place is important in every community
1: right and so it's so, the local component
0: definitely local
1: is a big component
0: definitely local and, and, and nowadays it 's even more important because we 're seeing a lot of, a lot of newspapers that are going away in local communities, and for a lot of them, um, maybe their public radio station is the only one that has a reporter still working for them or, or whatever or able to do interviews with newsmakers and, and talk to local community members
1: right, and of course, I want to talk about music here for you right. Because in my opinion, you know, uh, commercial radio stations play a lot of mainstream music. That's kind of their thing. And public radio, you have the freedom to play all sorts of things that are unique and interesting. And you might not hear anywhere else.
0: Case in point, Megan Culloch.
1: Radio radio free Saturday morning. Yeah, that's the point of it is to expose us to music that you might not be exposed to elsewhere. Mm
0: -hmm. And again, because we don't have that profit pressure um that maybe the commercial stations have and so you know they're thinking about well gee you know we should probably play taylor swift because she's really popular right now and a lot of people will listen to our radio station and and listen to our ads that we're going to play right after that taylor swift song or right before it um that's kind of what drives not all but i think a lot of their decisions or business decisions
1: right and there's also you know speaking of ads and the differences here we have mic breaks but And we talk about the music, but in addition to that, we have public service announcements. Right. Which are also special.
0: True. And all, all stations do that, though, too, to, to be fair, True. right? And so, you know, they are, that's part of our mandate with the FCC is the Federal Communications Commission um, that regulate radio and television in this country. And that's part of that mandate is to serve the community. And, uh, again, we get a license to operate on 90.9 FM for seven years. And after that seven years, we have to apply to renew the license. The public has an opportunity to... Uh, to either support our renewal or or fight our renewal if they feel we haven't been serving the public in the best interest. And so that's an opportunity for the FCC to say, you know what, we're going to give it to somebody else to operate on that 90.9 FM frequency. Right. Which has never happened, I'm proud to say. But, you know, that's the way the system kind of works.
1: Right, yeah. Like the
0: checks and balances, if you will.
1: We do not want to be shut down by the FCC.
0: We do not. We do not. Yeah. We do not. But that is kind of what all broadcasters kind of have to keep in the back of their mind is, you know, how are we serving the community? Are we just selling commercials and playing popular music or are we doing extra things? And that's why you'll hear maybe some public affairs shows on some of the other commercial stations that are able to to do some things, but maybe they'll air it at three in the morning on a Sunday or something.
1: Right. Right. So can you discuss a memorable story or project that you've done in public radio and its impact?
0: Wow. It's a big one. And it's a big one. Yeah. Um, your
1: favorite, maybe. What right. are your favorite Well, I would
0: have to say, you know, the, the ability to, to take over the Cotty World Series is a big one. Um, and that was really through um, a series of events that was, um, you know, it just happened to work out really, really well. And uh, we're really proud to be a part of uh, the Cody Mac World Series. It's a big community event. Um, and so, you know, unfortunately, and when COVID came, um, they canceled the World Series. Um, The radio station that had been hosting the radio broadcasts of the Connie Mack World Series had used that to earn a lot of their revenue throughout the year by being able to sell sponsorships and and support for the games. And because they canceled it that year, that created a financial hardship for that station, which ended up getting sold. The new owners didn't want to continue broadcasting the, the baseball games, and so they had a whole team Um, together, a whole entity of announcers and producers and folks who knew what they were doing who came to us and said, hey, we need a radio station. We've got a whole group already in place. What do you say? Can Can you donate or, you know, contribute? 10 days of your broadcast schedule to, uh, to run some baseball games. And, and we said, yeah, I think that would be a great opportunity. I know our, our classical and jazz listeners get a little perturbed during those days yeah. when they don't hear their usual programming. Um, but I think for the community, it's a great community event. And, and that's what we're all about is a community station. And so that's what we're able to do. I'm sure other commercial stations would, would do a great job with it as well, but we're very grateful that we have the opportunity. And that will be a, a revolving basis. I think that bid for the contract will go out um, in the next year or so, and other stations might have an opportunity to uh, to bid on it, as well as we probably will, to uh, to continue to do that. But it's been a great uh, a great thing. And, again, it, it really changes the, the look and sound of the radio station during that, that week to 10 days, and, you know, we, our staff – triples in size, if not more, um, with the addition of all these extra announcers and, and such. But that's that's been a great project and really been supported really well by the college, which we appreciate, and by the businesses in the community, too, to help us afford to do it every year. Yeah. Because there is an expense. We pay those announcers to to do those games, and when they go into extra innings, you know, cha-ching. But uh, it's all good. It's all good.
1: It's really fun.
0: Yeah, you're part of that now, too. So, yes. yeah, it is a lot of fun. You're part of our social media team. Social
1: media team. We
0: send you out there, and you just post... Like crazy. Yes. Yeah. Well, so.
1: some people, if they're at work and they can't get away, they kind of do a quick, like, oh, this is Well, score. sure.
0: Well, and there's a lot of great opportunities, too, again, with social media, um, in addition to what we do on the radio, but to be able to put photographs and interviews with video um, of the players and stuff with the game coverage, I mean, that all adds to the experience of, of covering the World Series.
1: Right. So. Right. Yeah. Good. That's a good one. Okay. I like that one. All right. So,
0: from the look on your face when I started, I, I wasn't sure. Connie like, Mac, Connie Mac? What? what's he talking about?
1: You've had thirty years to decide and you choose <laughs> Connie Mac.
0: <laughs> right. Um, Only seventeen here.
1: Seventeen here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what about staying updated? How do you how do you stay abreast on the current events and the trends? What do you do? Mm,
0: that's two different questions, I think. Current events in news. Yes. And trends in public radio. Yes. Okay. So it is two questions. Yes, it's okay. two questions. I mean, I'm a news junkie anyway, so I'm I'm always watching, you know, news when I'm not on the radio and you know looking at online sources and newspapers and and things like that. So I think that's one one way that I just, just try to keep up on what's what's going on locally for sure. Again, um, with the. Uh, uh, you know, sorrowful demise of of the Daily Times down to one reporter. That's a harder job than it has been. But again, the Tri City um, Record has come in and they are covering a lot of things that hadn't been covered recently, which is great to see because mm-hmm. they have the staff and and the resources to to do that. I wish that we had you know enough budget to hire some reporters to send them out to cover some of these things. But at the moment, we don't. But that may be something that'll change in the in the future. We'll see.
1: That would be cool.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I think there's room for certainly room for more reporters in, in this community. We're big enough that we deserve um, some more coverage. And, and I'm glad to see at least that the Tri-City Record is stepping in to provide that um, as they are able to do so in a print format. But I still think there's room for radio and, and you know, I think there's room for TV, too. But they're not they're not here as much as they should be, right. in my humble opinion. Yes. Yeah. So that's one way. Other uh, terms, you, you trends you said was for the industry, and that is just you know I'm I'm part of a, a bunch of group of other public radio uh, managers that uh, that get together. There are some conferences throughout the throughout the year that uh, I've tried to attend in the past. Um, there's a broadcasters conference uh, that happens um, in April every year that I try to attend and just kind of keep up to up to speed on on kind of what's going on. But uh, but yeah, it's definitely changing for sure. I mean, this is not your grandfather's radio station. Right. That's for sure.
1: No, it's it's well, and we've tried to keep up with the change with broadcasting it on Facebook and YouTube.
0: Right. And right. Twitter. Yep.
1: Do we still have, well F's?
0: Yeah, we're not on, we don't send video to X anymore, but we certainly post to X and Instagram. Um, We're streaming the video now on Facebook and YouTube. And so again, that's another idea was, you know, that, you know, I think people are just looking for more ways to, Um, experience media, not just, you know, the audio. And so we added some video cameras, much to some of my guests' chagrin, because they they don't maybe appreciate that or enjoy that, (laughs) but understand it, but the cameras are here. And, you know, quite frankly, though, the numbers really bear that out. When we added the video cameras here in 2018 and uh, christened this new studio, um, again, support from San Juan College, and, uh, and some supporters and businesses and, and, and grant funding that helped us do this, um, you know, we, the audiences for this program tripled, which is which is great to see. And so that's what we were hoping would happen, and it did. You know, if you build it, they will come, and they, and they did. And the audiences st- are still growing, which we're glad to see. Um, but I think it's just kind of a, a trend, and, and we get it, that radio is, is not for everybody, um, but YouTube and Facebook is another place where people might go to look for local information. And so that's why we wanted to have a presence there as well.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And, and how do you, so this is, this is an interesting question that I think applies to all media, which is having journalistic integrity while also bearing in mind that you have to have funders.
0: Yeah, that's difficult. It's been difficult for me for yeah. sure. Um, we've been able to hire a, a, an, another person to kind of do more of the sales aspects of the job to, to ask these businesses, you know, to support us. And and that's been a, a great, I think, buffer for me because I think it just is difficult for me to go to businesses and ask them to, to give money to support the radio station while at the same time, time, journalistically trying to, you know, cover that business, you know, from a journalistic standpoint, if there's something to, to cover about them. And so that's been a little bit easier, I think, now having this third person um, to be able to do that and be more connected with them and not have that journalism and and not be on the air and and things like that. It kind of adds that that buffer, which is good. Right. Yeah.
1: Have there ever been any, like, ethical dilemmas?
0: Hmm. Good question. I don't think an ethical dilemma necessarily. I think it's just kind of one of those where we just don't have the resources to do maybe as much as we'd like to do about certain things. Um, You know, certainly um, last May when we had the mass shooting in Farmington, um, my news, you know, spidey sense goes off and you kind of want to be part of that big story. It's a breaking story, right? And and get news out to the community, especially, again, social media. And you're seeing all these maybe incorrect reports on social media about what people think might be happening. And there's not a lot of official information or or you just want to get that information. And so, you know, that's, an issue that I find, you know, that I wish we had more people to like send out to the scene and, or I could get out to the scene and, and find out what was going on. But then at the same time, I want to be back here to get on the radio and tell people what's going on. So I can't be in, in two places at once. So uh, we were grateful that we were able to carry some of the press conferences live and stream those with video. And again, maybe add some other, you know, kind of commentary and, and some um, references um, that were maybe lacking from the press conference and, and show some maps of what the people were talking about, things like that. So right. that, was, that was, I think, I hope helpful to our viewers.
1: Yeah. So um, skills, what kind of skills are needed to, to be in
0: Obviously radio? none <laughs> for me. I think, you know, wanting to, um, you know, being curious for a journalist anyway, right? Being curious about what's going on around you is is a good skill to have. Some communication skills never hurt. Um, You know, being able to communicate on on the air, not being afraid of a red light in front of a microphone uh, when it turns on. Being able to talk into a camera um, and, and hope someone's on the other end watching. Maybe not all the time. You never know. A student in my class asked that the other day. He's like, how do you know that when you're on the radio that people are listening? And I'm like, well, you kind of have faith that someone's out there listening, but we really don't have a good way to, to know immediately if people are out there listening when you turn the mic on on the radio.
1: Yeah. How do we know? Because TV has like Nielsen writings and that kind of thing. Right. How do we know how many people are listening?
0: Same kind of thing. I mean, radio uses Nielsen as well. That same company uh, does the radio ratings. And uh, they send out actual paper diaries to families in the community. Not very many, unfortunately. And they ask people, you know, what are you listening to? What radio stations do you listen to for what time of day? And how many people were in your car when you were listening or in your house when you were listening or that kind of a thing. And that's how they do it. It's not very scientific, and that is one of the problems, unfortunately, with traditional radio. Now streaming, different story because that's computerized and we know how many computers are are listening to our stream and connected and where they are. We maybe don't know a little bit about the individual listening, but we certainly know how many machines are connected and listening to that stream on the internet. And video is the same thing. We know how many folks are watching the video and so that's helpful. True. Yeah.
1: Good point.
0: And that's why when we talk to businesses and, and they want to know that very good question of how many people listen to your radio station or listen to my ad or my my support announcement on your show, um, we have to say, you know, there's radio. That's just one measurement. But then you also have to take into account our, our audio stream. And then you have to take into account our facebook stream and our youtube stream and then if you really want to know a total number of listeners you need to take into account our our podcast because this program becomes you know a podcast in a couple of days and that adds itunes spotify um, iheart radio and google podcasts and, and all of those into the mix and so they so underwriters as we call them or advertisers for commercial radio have to kind of think about all those different audience segments. As their total audience when they're supporting the station.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. And that's different. That's new. Yeah. Back in the old days, it was just how many people listen to your radio station and that was a number and that's what you sold. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. it's a little different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what else you got?
1: That's, those are the questions that's I That's it, had, huh? Yeah. All right.
0: Well, let me turn tables a little bit on you, yeah. music host, and ask you a little bit about maybe your process for selecting the songs that you share on your show every week. Because yeah. it is... Kind of off the beaten path and Mm -hmm. i don't think you wanted to take a top 40 list and pull songs from that
1: no i I shy away from usually i shy away from top forty. how many
0: taylor swift songs have you played
1: like one
0: okay yeah all right i'll give you that she's
1: she's got an album uh two albums folklore and evermore that are more indie sounding
0: i could see you liking that yeah Yeah. she's
1: generally a pop artist but those two albums were kind of like more indie interesting But um I mean I stream a lot of music. I have an Apple Music subscription. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I come across songs that I enjoy and then um I take those songs and try to suss out a theme within those songs and then I so then I might I might have like 10 of the songs that I know of and then I use the internet because the internet is phenomenal and so certain websites will give you you know 20 songs about the theme of love or whatever love has many many more than 20 songs but um so it's a mix between what i'm listening to and what is um on the internet so
0: got it yeah all right that makes sense yeah okay and then you pick a theme of course which we'll talk about in a minute yeah every week and so you then pick songs that fit that that theme Yes. And sometimes you have a co-host too, right?
1: Sometimes. I haven't had a co-host in a while, but it's really fun when I have a co-host. I just bring on a guest and, you know, and the guest picks 15 songs and I pick 15 songs and we kind of go back and forth and it's really fun.
0: Okay. Um, Do you give them some kind of parameters as to how to pick their songs? They know what the show's about, right? They
1: know what the show's about, and, then, and the only parameter is we can't break FCC rules.
0: Well, thank you for that <laughs> so, as the manager. So, yeah,
1: so the songs have to be clean. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much run wild. Um right. there's a couple of so websites, so The Guardian, which is a a magazine, a webzine, or whatever publication, they have listeners suggested stuff. So they'll have like the theme of bread was one theme, which is weird. And then they were like, you know, listeners suggest and so like a hundred people will suggest a song. Or song facts is where a lot of the stories behind the songs come from, where they gather interviews and stuff with the artists and you can kind of, cause that's a kind of a key component to the, the show is stories behind the music you're listening to.
0: Right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Well, and what do you think the future of radio is gonna look like? And I'll answer that question too.
1: Well, it's tough because as, I think as long as radio is streaming, we're good. I think if we were out out of the streaming game, we'd be in trouble.
0: Right. Yeah. I hear you. There's a big, in some of the trade things that I follow, right, there's a big fight over the car dashboard these days, right, about, you know, there's really no, no law that, that, that makes car manufacturers put radios into cars. Right. It's an option that they do, right, because they feel that the consumer wants a radio in their car. But in addition to that, we're seeing more and more, interoperability with phones and you know apps on your dashboard and, and things along that line. Right. And so the radio folks are really um, up in arms a little bit about making sure that, that radios stay in the cars. There was a story a few, maybe months ago, how some of the manufacturers of electric cars were saying, we can't put AM radios into electric cars because of the interference that the electric car makes Mm. on an AM radio. And then, of course, the AM radio people were saying, well, just shield those cables a little bit better and you won't have the interference from the electric motors and you can have an AM radio in an electric vehicle. And certainly the AM radio stations were saying, we don't want to lose that potential audience in all those electric vehicles that may be coming on the roads in the next few years. And so that's kind of the ongoing fight and, and argument. And I think one of the other things is that emergency broadcast stuff and that if we're just streaming and you're in a place that doesn't have data or cell phone service or, or internet service, right? How do you stream information, a radio station? Right. 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 Satellite's not going to do it for local stuff. Right. And so that's another issue I think that keeps radio somewhat relevant, but still changing in the, in the future. Right. And that's,
1: that's- interesting. Yeah. Because that's what they say. I have, I have a little radio about this big for emergencies. Okay. To keep in tune with emergencies.
0: Right. But yeah. see, I don't know of a lot of people in their homes that still have radios, right. oper- or, you know, working radios, right. in their homes. I have a couple of old ones, but I don't think they work very well, right. And so, you know, again, if I want to listen to our station, I stream it, and that's what I can, you know, we can do that, right. So that's it's different, but, yeah. But yeah, but it's definitely changing, definitely, definitely changing. changing. So, well, thank you for uh, asking about public radio. I think it's worthy of the public's support, whether it's our station or another station. There are several um, in the area that rely on uh, on public uh, donations and, and funding. We are one of them. Uh, I won't deny the college supports us to a certain degree, but they certainly are are very supportive of us going out and raising funds to uh, to do what we do without their support or in addition to their support, I should say. And so we really appreciate uh, all of that. So you can you can find all the ways to support us on our website, by the way ksje.com support but we invite you to uh, to look at some of the other stations in, in and around the area too that are also public stations yes so so there you go thank you for the questions
1: yes absolutely did you learn something i did learn something did you i learned a lot of something oh all right
0: i hope you did yeah okay but it's been fun it's it's definitely a fun job i'm really blessed to have it yeah so there's that let's talk about uh next time of course if anyone has another idea for a show Yes. They could call us or email us.
1: Email us at ksje at edu for the next Solution from the Street.
0: Yeah, in March.
1: In March. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah. How about that? Wild. Crazy. I know. So, okay, give us an email if you have an idea. And uh, we'll be back, of course, with uh, Solutions from the Street on the 2nd and 4th Fridays of the month, 1st, 3rd, and 5th. We'll be here with That's Interesting, although we won't be here next week. We have to cancel the show next week. That's right. Yeah. I have another <laughs> obligation.
1: Media, Arts, and Culture Day.
0: Leadership San Juan. That's right. So we're all going to be at that instead. So we'll have a best of something next week, everybody. But usually we're on the air the first, third, and fifth Fridays of the month. Okay. So we'll be back with you um, throughout the other Fridays in, in March. And then, of course, tomorrow, as we've heard, you curate. Specific music for your show?
1: Yes, radio free Saturday morning, the eclectic music mix. It's nine to eleven a.m. Mountain time, ninety point nine FM, one hundred three point three FM, Durango. Or you can just say Alexa, play KSJE, and Alexa she does will do it. it. She does it. She's so smart. She's so smart. So smart. Yeah. So exactly. Um, What's the
0: theme tomorrow? I'm putting you on. I'm putting you on the spot.
1: I I do not remember.
0: Oh no. But Sorry. it'll
1: be something.
0: Okay. <laughs> it will be, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to put you on the spot, but that's okay. But it's always cool. It's always yeah. interesting. Yes. And you pull all these different songs into it. And we'll give a shout out to Scott Duran too, in his show,
1: The World Beat. Yeah. With Scott Duran, that's right after my show. That's 11 to 12. So you can rock out from 9 to 12. You can do your definitely. You know, slow rise on a Saturday morning. Makes. I think breakfast. a lot of people do that. Yeah. Make some uh, eggo waffles or whatever, and <laughs> yeah listen to music and so the world beat is music from around the world as it suggests yes
0: exactly that there you go perfect well excellent all right well i think we'll call it a show um but thank you everybody for joining us this is um solutions from the street our attempt at some solutions-based journalism here on ksje each and uh, every uh month so thanks for joining us everyone have a great weekend take care Did you enjoy that podcast? We hope that you did. And if you did, share it with your friends. And if you really want to keep podcasts like this coming, please support KSJE. You can do it easily online at ksje.com.